welcome to the What's Up You know who it is. Brenton Birdall here. You are listening to the What's Up Podcast. Very happy to be here this afternoon. I have a, a very special guest. Goes by the name of Drone Dan. Drone the Dan Man. Aren't all your guests special? Everybody's very special. Yep. Okay, good. They're like special in so many ways. Got it. I didn't I didn't I don't always start right away by saying how special they are. I like them to show how special they are throughout the episode, you know? Mm. I know I need to find a good one. Ladies and gentlemen, this evening I have a mediocrely special uh, <laughs> guest tonight. Uh, this actually this afternoon, one of the very one of the very rare afternoon podcasts that I don't think I've ever done a podcast when it was daylight outside. Wow. I know, the first day cast. <clears throat> Regardless, Mr. Uh, Dan McDonald is sitting before me. Also, actually, uh, Dan and his son, Peyton. We got two of them in the house. So Two, two Mc- special people. Two McDonald's in the house this afternoon. How's it going, guys? It's going great. It's You're good. just going to have to yell, Peyton, until we get you a microphone. It's going really good. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> like I mentioned before, uh, we have the one and only uh, Drone Dan from uh, DroneDan.com. Yes, Here he sir. Is. Yes, the, sir. Uh, the drone... The drone man slash expert of the uh, of Fargo, you could say, right? How many drone companies are there in Fargo? Uh, uh, there's probably about six. Oh, so you online? We're gonna have to have like a that specialize in photography. That's really what I specialize in. Yeah, we're gonna have to have a competition then to see who's the best. Just like a, a drone Olympics. Yeah, like no like it, racing. It should be an annual thing. Yeah, like you have to lift a you know like a, a f- foam cinder block and like you know build a wall with it or something. Oh, you know. I like that. It's a it's a whole new industrial drone league. Industrial drone league. <laughs> that just happened. Uh, so why don't you tell everybody a little bit about you know your newest adventure and uh, how it, how it all got started? I was kind of there for a little bit of it. Yeah, yeah. You were actually there for I think the most exciting moment I've had in uh, flying the drone at this point, and that oh. was when we were down in uh, Valley City. Oh yeah, yep. And uh, I'll never forget. We're just. Uh, we actually went there to shoot uh, some high school sports, some cross-country cross country running. Yep. And uh, we didn't really give them enough heads up. <clears throat> well, we got the Bosch because the lady that put the thing on had her own drone. So it was politics bullshit. She wasn't <laughs> even flying it. So she's like, oh, no, no, sorry. And then we find hey, out didn't later. did she say she, did, she, she had fi- done it before? Yeah, she's uh-huh. like, we do it and we have one. But they didn't want to let us shoot because we were hired to go shoot by somebody who hadn't cleared it with them because they... We're jealous of our drone skills. And she's like, oh, no, I have a drone. And it's like, okay, where is it? And she's like, oh, we're not flying it. And I'm just like, okay, But whatever. we also showed up and we're like, holy cow, this is a huge event. It, yeah, <laughs> we, we were not expecting it. We didn't realize how uh, much of a following Cross right. Country had in North Carolina. There was Dakota. like a half mile walk from where we parked. <laughs> yeah, yeah because the there were so many people, just crazy Cross Country <laughs> parents everywhere. <laughs> just Gatorade and, Gatorades and orange slices everywhere you looked. Yeah. <clears throat> so then we... Um, I remember we got lunch at uh, Pizza Corner, the Great Pizza Corner, the original Pizza Corner, like where the where the pizza corners the were made, and now where they are still made, but only the smalls. We found out some very valuable information that afternoon. So if you buy the Pizza Corner pizzas, 
uh, the small ones are still made at the factory in Valley City, North Dakota. But if you buy the big ones, they're made by the Bonatella Finos or whoever I, the fuck. I think your information on. might be outdated at it? this point, too. Are they making yeah. them all now? We were actually we flew down to Florida and sat right next to Pizza Dave, who's, and he, who's and that, the owner but, of the restaurant. And she was lying to us? Well, I think that's how it was at the at that moment, but oh, recently it's changed since. Yeah, so if you ever if you're sitting on a plane next to uh, Pizza Dave, you, you'll hear all. That's about the it. owner. It, of it takes a good pizza, couple hours. That's to, the owner of Pizza uh, Corner. Yep. And so then, you met the owner of Pizza Corner and got the scoop. Oh yeah, yeah. What's up, podcast exclusive, ago. everybody? <laughs> so what did he right. say? Shed oh, some get, light on the situation got, here. Uh, Give us the basically, uh, put it in a nutshell. They had made a lot of changes to his pizza. Well, they they sold out, right? He he sold the frozen portion of it to okay. Bernatelli's and then, that's the ones that we had in the bars and that we get in the grocery stores and the, but, they have the the charity events or he sells yeah it. he's got some con- contractual deal in there where it, the the taste of the pizza and the ingredients that they're used didn't hold up to their standards so he he was able to get them to to switch it back so I've actually had the last few pizzas I've had were. Just like the originals, they taste really good. I feel like I just had one last week. I got it. I bought it in Horace Gas Station. So is that a good one or is that a bad one? I think I think they're good now. The okay. pepperoni ones. It's, you got to look at each type of pizza. Okay, yeah. I'm a chicken Alfredo and taco usually, and they call it supreme, but it's just three meat because it sounded like delicious. the sausage would never go back. To, oh to yeah, because the, the Bonafinellini's had their own sausage. They had that uh, family sausage they wanted on there. Yeah, they did. Yeah, I could see that. <laughs> but anyway. We got lunch there and went, what What should we do with our drones? We got two drones. Yep. DJI Phantom. And a dream. Threes, two and drones a dream, and a dream. And some time. So we had Away from our families yeah. and multiple kids. We're like, we can't go back yet. And uh, the coolest thing we thought of was they got this railroad bridge in Valley City, the High Line Bridge. It's, it's like famous, kind of. Yeah, it's a, it's a really neat bridge. And, and so we got there and we're, <clears throat> we had been flying, getting some shots, some video of it for, for about... 15 minutes and i remember my battery was pretty low so i landed the worst time to land because all of a sudden we we you could hear it before you could see it a train was coming and that was like so exciting oh i, I know i got that feeling in my stomach like i was like so like it was christmas but i had to poop at the same time <laughs> you know what i mean it was so bad and i'm like this is happening i was thinking to myself how cool would it be if a train came but then i was also thinking to myself because i'm new to this I was thinking, I was thinking, like, kind of in the back of my head, like, "Fuck, I hope a train doesn't come, because then we're gonna, then I'm, then we're gonna have to do things that we're not comfortable doing, but we can't pass it up." And that's exactly what happened. Mm -hmm. (laughs) We couldn't, we wouldn't let ourselves not do it. You know, it was like where, where a situation arises that you know that you can't turn down from, but you hope that it doesn't arise. Mm -hmm. But it ended up really great. But yeah, so I, so I landed and I had to change my battery as fast as I could. Yep. And then I, I tried to launch again, but. Our controllers were too close to each other, I believe. Something we, was we going on. Yeah, and it was having trouble flying, so then I had to like run 50 yards down the grass to get it launched, and I was chasing this train. We got some really good shots. And I was up right away, just kind of, you know, poking around up there. Uh, we'll, I'll post some of the pictures, but and then all of a sudden, he comes... I, I was hanging out like a pretty good, a decent amount away, probably a couple hundred feet, and then all of a sudden, he comes flying right by mine. <laughs> And gets right over the top of it, and we're just like, oh, my God. And they were setting up for a wedding right next to us, you know? And I'm like, we don't know the... Yeah, we almost got a wedding shoot out of yeah, it. Yeah, we almost got a wedding shoot. We never heard back from them, but we were like, I don't know if we... Can we do that? We're doing this. We checked all the legalities. We we checked everything. We were good to fly, but we were just like, oh, it's a train. It's a moving thing, and we won't, you know... I didn't know what to do, so all of a sudden, this guy's kind of just hanging around. 
He's kind of like in yeah. a suit. He was the father of the bride. And he's just like, oh, cool. What are those? You know, I was like, well, we can come fly by and do a shot of your wedding party if you want. And he's like, we're not too interested or whatever. But he's like, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm the sheriff here. And we're just like, oh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> how's, how's it going? And he's like, oh, yeah, that's really cool. Wow, that's got to be a good shot of the bridge. And we were just waiting for the time to tell us, like, we shouldn't have been doing something. But it never came. No. Yeah. But I was, I went from like, oh, cool, a bridge. Oh, this is kind of scary. Oh, we usually don't fly the, our drones that close to each other to, uh, oh my God, there's a train. And then it was like battery problems and then a cop. So my blood pressure was probably like 200 <laughs> over whatever, a hundred over 200, but it was worth every minute. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So that's the kind of things I'm into is just finding really neat structures and buildings around town and, and showing them at a, a new angle that you don't usually get unless you're flying a plane or something. And you're pretty so, good at getting the angles. You always, uh, you know, I've seen some of your stuff. You well, did. that's that was one of the things I had to learn the most about was like cinematography of it all. That's um, the part I don't like about it is the editing. I hate it. I just want to, I just want to fly the drone and give the the stuff. I want to give all the content to someone and tell learning them learning the edit different it. shots and then the lighting is very important. And you 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 have to become a almost a photographer at some point. Oh yeah, definitely. And, and I fight that like I just a cinematographer fly. really because. Let's just buy one where you that I fly it and you run the camera. I don't want to do. I'll just fly. They well, that's make the that new now. ones. That's the new yeah. one. Yeah. Do you remember what the new one's called? No. I'm gonna look it's it up. Like <clears throat> well, they, MX800. Well, DJI came out with the Mavic, which was like the one that fits in your suitcase. Which for me, it would have been much more handy because I'm the guy that packs a extra bag, or I'm the guy that was like Casey Neistat that had it like strapped onto the back of my bag just because I didn't care, and you know, and probably seemed a little douchey at the time, but. It, but the thing is, is that I couldn't go anywhere, eat or anywhere in a, in the airport without somebody asking me about it. And it was always older people. They always want to know your, exactly about your it. DJI in your yeah. backpack. Yeah. Well, I didn't even have it in my backpack. I just strapped it onto the back of my oh. backpack because I just co- carried it under, put it under the seat in the airplane. So yeah, I've been lugging around a DJI uh, Phantom Three for a year, whatever. And and then they come out, but I just can't spend the thousand dollars to be able to fold it up. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like. I pa- I've got, I go with like two pairs of pants, two shirts, and one pair of shoes because I have to fit all my drone stuff in my luggage for work. So I don't want to pay another hundred dollars to pack a bag, you know. Yeah. So they came out with the the uh, that was the Mavic. It's okay, I guess. I like I like how it kind of doubles as a video camera. For yeah. Because like, I I when I was doing some real estate and I shot a bunch of video of the outside of the house, you know, and then wanted to do kind of a walkthrough inside it. I, the first time I tried flying inside, and that was not a good idea because uh, the wind was so strong from the propellers, it knocked a pillow off of a couch. Oh, yeah. Uh, there was paper flying everywhere. And <laughs> I was like, man, there has to be an easier way. So the second yeah. one I did, I just carried the drone. It actually worked pretty good because it's, it's, it's the cameras on The, gi- the gimbal still gimbal. stabilizes it? Yeah. Yeah. So you still get pretty, you can't really tell that it, I'm stepping, you know? Yeah. You don't see that stepping motion. And then GoPro came out even with one more, and you could like remove the camera and put it into a gimbal. Mm-hmm. And then they also had the backpack that you could put the gimbal in the backpack and like skateboard, and it and the gimbal was like on your shoulder. But I'm not. I've never been a fan of GoPro. I don't know the the user interface for DJI is just awesome. Yeah, like, they give you updates. All of a sudden, it was like. I just updated to, my firmware this morning. You did? Actually. I yeah, need it's to. It's quite the process. But they're always coming out with like, you know, I remember when they came up with the, up, the update where it would just follow your controller wherever you went. I was like, this is game changing. So we put it in a backpack and like took it on the four-wheeler and did all that. But yeah. I think that the GoPro is a good, GoPro, go make your sports cameras, 
you know, I, I like it. I think I like that it comes with the screen right on the the, the built-in gimbal. The, the built-in gimbal is pretty. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Extremely important for video. Well, of course, of course, but the only difference, really, in my opinion, is that the uh, GoPro came between the Mavic and the GoPro. I don't remember what the GoPro was called. I should probably know, but. Um, <clears throat> it came with the gimbal and then the the whole camera pulled out, went in the gimbal, went on your shoulder. Uh, but that one, you know, the only thing about that one was the screen that came with it was pretty small and who knows, like you can't, you know, there's different things you can add on to the, to the, um, DJI app that, that make it so you can do all kinds of things. Mm-hmm. There's a few like black, like underground, like crazy <laughs> underground ones where you can send it a few miles away and it'll like fly to a, so if I were to set it right now, it's like dark web, D or dark web drone applications. I don't know if you know any about any about any of these. No. Well, before the law, everyone was flying illegal anyway. Right. So there's one where you can you download it. It incorporates into your phone with your DJI app, and what it does is you can set an address. So normally, if you do that, it won't let your drone get a farther away than it can get all the way back in one battery. Well, this way it won't. So like this guy, I watched a YouTube video of it. He was sending it like miles away, mm-hmm. and like it was landing at his work. Wow. Yeah, so you can do that. DJI kind of puts some limits within their things, and I think that now that the, the laws are changing and that they're catching up, you can't do that anymore, but I'm pretty sure that app still is, exists. I would I would feel a little bit scary about just letting it go. You know what I mean? Yeah. But That's how, what it's going to be like. Uh, if you forgot my... your car keys or your wallet at the <laughs> grocery store, it. you know, <laughs> just like have, have your wife pop it in the little canister and bring <laughs> it to you. Get a nice fresh lunch. It, yeah, exactly. Oh, is my drone here? Well, that's, you know, if Potbelly Subs... Was using drones to deliver them. That's how they would want to do it. Just punch the. They were doing it in the United States. No, if that's what they wanted to do. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, they'd yeah. Punch the coordinates in, and they wouldn't fly it. You know, it would just launch and go land, and then come back. United Postal Service just has like comes and sets this little like uh, certified launch or landing site yeah. in front of the landing. Well, that's pad. what UPS was working on. They're working on a drone that actually launches from that from the back or the top of their delivery truck. Oh. So they might like pull into Horus and park at the gas station mm-hmm. and then launch the drone and deliver a few packages or maybe they would uh as they're driving down the streets the the drone might work in tandem with the driver and and it just sends out drones and, they, and then they come back and just kind of like get themselves it, back into yeah, the it's, that's, oh, that's it a good idea like a big a big uh holdback for that kind of stuff is like you need a launch point you need like a like a headquarters for the drone to to, to launch from and and charge up and things so that was that was their solution was they used the UPS van. There's no longer any newspaper delivery boys. He just he just rides his bike and the drones just kind of come pick them out of his basket and drop them at the You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I wanted to get your reaction to this uh something I was playing with this morning where I You pulled it off. Yeah. Oh my gosh. What I am looking at is a um a, what about a 6 foot banner? Yep, five feet tall. Five feet tall by about two and a half feet wide, two, two feet, feet wide. wide. folded in half. It says, now open. It is flying about, I'd say, 70 to 90 feet above the air. So you have, we've been we've been working on this project, and I'll let you take it, Dan. Let's like tell everybody what we've been working on. Well, you've been working on it mostly. I've been throwing in my two cents here yeah, and there. Yeah, so, so I got the idea from, I read a news story down in Brazil. Uh, Uber was doing an advertising campaign where... Um, they would go to rush hour traffic where everyone's in gridlock traffic on the interstate and they would fly these drones over, over the vehicles that had little banners on it that kind of 
It was advertising Advertised spots. Uber, spe- like, hey, you could be sitting in an Uber right now and maybe working on your laptop or... Yeah. You know, why why sit in traffic when, when we could sit in it for you? Or, That's awesome. Or, you know, or ride share and have more people riding. You have less traffic. So they're <laughs> just getting in these people's face and all they could do is sit there and, and watch these ads. So I was like... <clears throat> Maybe I could maybe I could give that a shot with a like a vertical banner hang, hanging from below my drone and and advertise uh, maybe a new new business opening up possibly a new pawn shop yeah possibly a new pawn shop I heard about yeah was coming uh, so I walk into his garage one evening and he's he's like kind of just got a bunch of these things laid out and he's like I had no idea what you're doing and you're like I'm gonna connect this to the drone <laughs> perfectly I, was like, I didn't even hesitate I was like perfect (laughs) (laughs) like i i told some people about it and they had all they could picture was you know the plane flying over the beach yeah with the with the the banner and my mind went there for a little while but then i was like once i I got a little bit more details yeah it just won't work yeah you could how many helicopters have you seen flying with yeah yeah, banners you're right you're right you can't do that so then that's kind of the first place my mind went i guess and then i thought about it and then i've been under a drone where it's like pretty close like a foot or two above my head in the downforce I'm like, it would hold it perfectly there. But so this has been, what, a three or four week, about a month project? Yeah. Uh, and then yeah, you, you had uh, some... You well, had, I went to Google and I was like, drone banners. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what, what everyone could, would do. Couldn't find nothing. Just went for a reach. I was you like, just threw a Hail Mary. Like, how do I... Anyone... But that's a good thing because that means not a lot of people are doing yeah, it. Yeah, I did find a company out of state that was that was doing it and they were actually charging quite a bit to do it. They weren't selling banners. you know. They, they weren't were, selling the banners. They were, they were just doing it. The service, right. Uh, so I kind of mocked it up after what they had shown in their picture. Well, we went back to the drawing board like three or four times, and then all of a sudden you found a picture, and it was like, aha! Yeah, yeah. well, the first time I ordered, uh, I should have probably measured it out, but I ordered a two-foot-wide sign by ten feet tall. <laughs> a little much. Pretty large. And uh, so it was only one-sided, though. So and the p- I can imagine, I never tried picking that up yet brenton was came over and he's like oh you could fly with this yeah <laughs> i was, I was like, like hook it onto mine let's do it it's pretty heavy man it's like four pounds five pounds so every time i go into a new job i'm like let's crash this fucking thing i'm over it <laughs> <laughs> it's been burning a hole in my pocket we need the industrial one we need to break this one we still first. have your old drone laner on we're gonna fill that with tannerite shoot it with a shotgun yeah out in the country yep and then we were gonna shoot that with two drones so my old drone fill it with tannerite shoot it with the shotgun do that on fourth of july or hell yes yep what's the like <laughs> Uh, Leonard Skinner playing in the background or something. <laughs> yeah. America, check this out, honey. We wouldn't even get it off the ground. <laughs> it would start on fire. Light a camp campsite. Well, how would you blow fire. it? <clears throat> get a trigger. Well, I don't know how tannerite. I don't know what the chemical properties of tannerite are, but I know that there's a lot of hot electronics inside of a drone. So that was your plan. I didn't. I, I didn't think it through. <laughs> I need to. I need to start. We'll start the process. You know, Operation um, Red, White, and Blue Drone or something. <clears throat> so yeah, that's the plan. Yeah. You're gonna. So you're gonna be advertising for. You're gonna be out at. Uh, yeah, I'm also gonna make Pompros. another sign that just says Drone Dan on it. Perfect. It'll be my green and black colors uh, for my logo. Awesome. And just use that to to promote my uh, services. I've just been. I guess. I've just been thinking about all the places we could go do that, <clears throat> like legally. Because mm-hmm. I was. <clears throat> Luckily, um, so we live out in Horace, and we actually have an empty field in back behind my house. It's so. the dronedan.com uh, test, right. test field. It's test site. Things have happened back there. Yeah, so it's mm-hmm. a good thing I have that. It is a good thing. That's where I learned to fly a drone. But I was out there flying it today, and I was like, hmm, I wonder what people are thinking when they're driving by. It's a 
they don't understand because this is now open. Well, they had a problem out there because someone was flying around like window height doing something stupid at night and they weren't legal and they weren't. And then I was equally pissed off at the person that called them in when I heard the story as I was the person that was flying. Mm -hmm. People like see drones and they're like scared of them. Props to the sheriff, though, I thought. His reaction made sense. What did he like? Go elaborate. I don't know. Uh, he just had some quotes in the newspaper about um, what he what he thought the rules were, and he was pretty accurate. Yeah, and he basically admitted that he didn't really know what he could possibly even charge this person for. They did they catch should. him though. No, they actually. <clears throat> so the whole story is about nine o'clock at night in March. You know, so the sun gets goes down about seven, and. You're allowed to fly within an hour of twilight if you have anti-collision lights. And it sounded like this one didn't have anti-collision lights on it. Because that's which... not the normal lights that are on the drone. That's a misconception. Like the blinking lights that are on your DJI or your uh, or your GoPro drones or like kind of the ones you buy at Shields or, you know, just pretty much any of them. The ones that blink the red and green, that's not considered collision lighting. Well, then what is? Uh, you have to actually put on a, like... It's it's a special LED that has to be as bright <clears throat> as far as like the lumens. It has to be so bright. It's almost like what's on the tail end of an airplane. Oh, it's ridiculous. So nobody it's, has that. Uh, that. Well, not an amateur. No, I don't think so. I don't. I don't know if you need collision lights an hour after. Is it? Is that? Is that the rule? We should probably fucking find that out. Anyway, but what the collision lights that I looked into, they were like three hundred dollars for the kit, and it's like crazy bright LEDs, wow. and it's like that from what? How do you even power that? It powers it. It powers it right off the right off the drone. I'm guessing. Well, LEDs are pretty efficient. You know what I mean. You can get a pretty. You can get a pretty powerful. Yeah, LED. but you're still messing with like 22 minutes. That's all. I, I know. Anyway. Buying, well, yeah. My, is that what yours are down to? That's what the average is. Mine sit somewhere, and you have a little bit more technology. And my and mine sit right around 27. But who knows if that's true? 27. That's just what it says. You know what I mean? Yeah. Who knows if that timer? I've never, I've never set yeah, a timer beside it. it. They could be 12 minutes, and I'm just caught up in the moment. You know who knows. So anyways, yeah, so... So yeah. someone's flying around 9 o'clock at night over... He pretty uh, much said the drone, yeah, the drone didn't come close to County Road anything. 17 uh, near uh, near the center of town, and they never. this lady, she never saw the person flying it. She just saw the drone, and her complaint was it was flying too low And she said that at she, night, and it was distracting traffic, possibly. That's what she said. Here's the quote. It says, the drone didn't come close... Or the, the cop, uh, Dr. Or Cole Thompson was the officer. It was pretty cool about what he said. They said that uh, the caller said they were concerned of the hovering technology. The hovering technology. There's hovering technology out here. My grandma did not call. <laughs> your grandma didn't call it that. She's like, there's a flying thingy. And add in your horse, North Dakota. So add a North Dakota accent to that. Like, yeah. oh, oofta, yeah, there's a, there's a UFO outside. And it's going to cause people to crash. I bet that's what it sounded like. But this is what she they said. She picked up the phone and called the sheriff. Said, we are concerned of the hovering technology causing someone to rubberneck and crash. Well, so, I mean, someone needs to go take a Xanax or something, because yeah. if you well, can't worry about everything... Well, lady, in her defense, who knows, this guy could have been being a pain in the butt anyway. Yeah, it's... You it, shouldn't be flying at night close to people. They said they, they pretty much ruled it after talking to a drone specialist. Uh, they didn't... They talked to a drone specialist. That's what they said. They can't. They never contacted drone.com, but... So I they didn't name their source either, so I'd like to know what... I think they probably spoke to at the FAA... Probably, or don't they fly them for search and rescue? Doesn't the fire department have one too? So I'm sure they have to have a guy that has one. Not that I know of. But anyways, they pretty much said that uh, until they get more information, this was more of a gray area. So they didn't really have a way to, to process anything. Like you said, if they, they would have caught them. Exactly. You know, um, so the FAA, like, is more of an FAA violation, but, uh, you know, 
you don't want to be dealing with the Federal Aviation Administration. If they have to get involved, it's not a good day for anybody. So, but, you know, back to talking about the field, that's kind of how it all started for us is you had a Costco drone and I had come over to hang out in your sweet man cave shed. And, uh, yeah. So yeah, you're like, we were actually at, we were at Costco yeah. and right, right in front when this you walk it all in, started. right when you walk in, you ever been to Costco? Oh yeah. I'm a member. Like right when you walk in, that, that's like the best part, I think. I know. They that's where they the get sweet you. Deals right on there. the left and the right, or on the right there, the new TVs. We got this raft for the cabin Ooh. for like, it was like 40 bucks and it was, we had so much fun on this raft. It's huge. That it's came like, from the entryway of Costco too? Yeah. The, the walk of, of debt. I mean, well, yeah. not really. Right, right before you get to the TVs. In oh, yeah. Between the TVs, yeah. Yep. They always got a plethora you're get a TV, of different You know things. you're going to get a TV. It's sometimes seasonal, sometimes not. But you know what I mean? They always have weird Vikings memorabilia. Like, uh, it's a Vikings um, um, winter, uh, sun visor for your car, or it's a, <laughs> yeah. it's a Vikings toilet seat. <laughs> <laughs> got to have it. <laughs> yeah, got to have it. That makes perfect sense. Go with my Vikings lunchbox. <laughs> <laughs> You have a Vikings lunchbox? Oh, yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. As, as you should, young this man. This kid has Vikings. a Vikings room. Yeah, in my room, I got, like, a, a whole, like, huge Adrian Peterson fat head. Oh, it's nice. Like, it's, like, five. It's what like, are we going to do with that now? The size of, like, Yeah, what are you going to do with that now? To the top. Does Fathead come out with, like, replacement jerseys? <laughs> they should. Like, it's just, like, a peel stick over that goes over their jersey, <laughs> so their head's still there? Yeah. Oh no, because they got a helmet on, so you'd be it would be a full helmet conversion as well. I think I'm just gonna keep the Adrian Peterson thing. He's keeping it. He's Su- like super the fan? best Vikings player of all time. Oh my goodness, I don't even want to start with that. <laughs> of all time? Of the of the 2000s. All right, I'll there, go with you that. You save it for your podcast. We're gonna have uh, we're gonna have uh, Peyton on after Dan, and we're gonna talk about that. So think through it. Do you have a do you have a Vikings toilet seat? Not yet. You're not a fan. You're not, you <laughs> you're call not a real you, you call yourself a fan. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> so, so yeah, we right. walk into Costco <laughs> and uh, there's a pallet of these eighty dollar drones, quadcopters. Pallet of and, them. And uh, the only thing I had had before that is like a few different helicopters. When those are pretty big, those air hogs. Those, yeah, I, re- I remember that. There was the era of like the mall helicopter. Yeah. And then like Airhawks came out with a more attainable version that wasn't $150. Just, but they all broke. You had like mm-hmm. a month and then it would have crashed. A month, months. yeah, possibly. Uh, I got my in laws, my in laws bought me one of those for, for my birthday. Like the second year I met my wife, probably like it's been five years or so ago. Did you throw it away? No, no, no. I still have it. That's the thing. Like we have like three broken ones. We can't, for I know. some reason, we well, can't throw them away. We have a graveyard, we have a drone <laughs> graveyard. No, you, how do you get these RC helicopter graveyards? I tried to order new. I tried to order new engines offline or uh, the new motors, the new because uh, my motors went bad. So uh, I tried to order new motors, and I, I took two attempts at the hundred dollar drone that I did have. Now would cost twelve dollars. The drone that was a hundred dollars at Radio Shack, the, the first drone I ever had, my mother in law bought me my first helicopter and my first drone went randomly. She always comes up with the best things, so okay. she she kind of facilitated my this whole thing. You did and her so nice. Uh, but the first one she ever got me was like $100 when it first came out. Now that's a $12 drone on eBay. So I was like, but I didn't care. I want to resurrect it. That was the first one I ever had. The camera, you couldn't even make out what things were. It was so awesome. <laughs> no point. Nothing. It was just this little red thing. It was probably about four inches wide, four by four by four. And I ordered two different, I spent like $40 worth of motors on this thing. And uh, wow. I didn't even return the second half because I had such a hard time trying to return them back. But I was like, I was like, I'm gonna resurrect this, and it just it didn't happen. So yeah, we should add, we should do something, make like a Frankenstein drone. Oh, for like a next Halloween, we'll do a Frankenstein, a Franken drone. Mm-hmm. So 
that also adds like whole new spooky elements now that you f- you're flinging the flyers. You could do like a ghost. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what- that pretty much proves that we have the power to fly anything over that. I would have done that this year, but we um, should do a drone Dan Halloween spooky like flyover. The pr- it's it's a great idea, but the problem is. It's almost guaranteed to be so windy and cold on Halloween. It's weird. In North Dakota, that's here. just how it works. Yeah. Yeah, it always snows or rains. Because it was like 30 mile per hour. Otherwise, I would have tried something. So back to the back to the flyer. Yeah, so I'd had, I'd had a couple helicopters, and growing up, I had a few like these Tyco RC cars. So I've always had fun driving these things around. RC fan, you could say. Yeah. And um, walking to Costco, and they got this pallet of drones, and... I was like, oh, that would be cool to have, but 